Hello, my name is Jordan and I am the podcast host of Forever Blooming. If you are new, we usually do have a podcast co-host, which her name is Insha, but unfortunately due to some technical difficulties, she will not be able to make it today. So we will of course be missing her dearly. Um, So today we're going to be talking a little bit about overcoming very common but very harmful thought processes such as having a mental filter, false permanence, and toxic positivity. Which when you think of positivity, you don't really think of it as toxic. Obviously you think of it as a good sort of mindset, but it can be toxic to an extent if you are pushing it too much but of course we will talk more about that in this later segment and i cannot wait to talk about it and this is forever blooming so just to get started off i do want to say we have a new pre-topic segment which i'm very excited to add to our podcast Uh, we will be taking a moment and going over our rose thorn and blood of the week if you don't know what rose thorn bud is A rose is basically a highlight, success, small win, or something positive that happened today or within the last week. And a thorn is a challenge you experienced or something you could use more support with. And lastly, our bud is new ideas that have blossomed or something that you're looking forward to knowing about or experiencing. So I do want to say that my rose was my birthday. <laughs> it's been, I believe, two days. Today, well, no, it's been three days. Today is August 18th, as I'm filming it, of course. You guys won't hear about this until late, hear the episode until later. But my birthday was August 15th, and I absolutely very much enjoyed my birthday. It was so fun. We went out to eat, and we went to um, play games, and went bowling, and then just chilled and ate some ice cream cake, and it was amazing. Um, And then a thorn, I do want to say that... I have been having trouble adjusting to my new schedule because for a lot of people school has started and if school hasn't started for you, you're very lucky. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's been kind of hard to balance going to my job at Publix and then balancing the podcast and then balancing schoolwork. So I'm still trying to get adjusted to that, but of course. I will find a way and thrive. Of course, we will have that positive outlook. Um, and lastly, a bud, I do have so many new ideas for the podcast and how to improve, which of course you can email us at management at foreverbloompod.org if you do have more ideas to improve the podcast because I would love to hear more from you guys, but I've just been brainstorming and thinking of new ways to improve the podcast, our blog, and other parts of our organization. And I cannot wait to share them with you all, but of course, you will not be hearing about this today. (laughs) Okay, so today we will start off and talk about overcoming harmful thought processes, as I said before, but the first one we will talk about is having a a negative mental filter. I do want to give out a trigger warning. We will be discussing deep topics such as suicidal ideation, which of course can be a trigger for some people. It can be a trigger for me, but I do want to open up and talk about it because it's very important that we talk about these things. Um, 
But of course, if this does trigger you and you are in that current state of mind, I would encourage you to go seek help and go talk to a therapist or talk to a crisis hotline. And if you are very vulnerable, you should not be listening to this. And if you guys do not know, the definition would be this is when you we focus on only the negative aspects of a situation while completely ignoring the positive. It's minimizing the good and in place the bad. So some examples of this, if you still want to be clear on it, it would basically be you saying it doesn't matter that I got a good score, the professor is an easy grader, or the day was ruined because we got into an argument, or the party was terrible because it rained. Basically, again, just focusing a lot on the negative rather than the positive, and very much so minimizing the positive as a whole. And I do want to say a lot of times with people, for people who have uh, mental disorders such as depression like myself or anxiety like myself, it can be a very, very hard thing to struggle with, especially if you are diagnosed. And if you aren't diagnosed, we also have those sort of common occurrences where we're minimizing anything good that happened. It's not specifically for people who have been diagnosed with a disorder. I know that it's very hard to pull yourself out of that thinking, especially when you're in such a dark place or if you're very vulnerable at the moment. And this can lead to a lot of black and white thinking. And if you guys don't know what black and white thinking is, it's basically thinking from one extreme to the other extreme. So basically saying, if I don't succeed, then my life will be ruined. Or just basically not really acknowledging the sort of gray area that life provides. Um, it can be a very harmful thing, especially if you're thinking like, for example, again, we can go back to that um, good score on the test. You can think that if you don't have a good score on this test, then maybe that will ruin your GPA and that will then cause you to be negatively viewed at, for college admissions. Basically saying that if you don't succeed, you will never succeed or you will I don't know. I, I hope you guys are getting this. <laughs> I tend to have a hard th time explaining things, so I hope you guys got the point. Um, it can also cause you to feel numb to enjoyable moments of life, and it can also lead to you severely looking down on yourself or others. Especially the looking down part, I can definitely relate to. I mainly blamed a lot of the bad things that happened in my life on myself and especially when you're ignoring all the positives then blaming it on yourself it can obviously lead to you feeling sort of trapped in this negative sort of space that you have put yourself in i do want to say that um put yourself in isn't supposed to be like attacking even though it might have sounded like that it's just something that we have built to occur in our brains we don't come out the womb thinking of the negatives. <laughs> it's kind of hard to get out of when you are stuck in it for months, years, etc. But even though it is a very hard thing to get out of, there is definitely a solution always. Um, well, I don't want to say always, but when you're thinking of um, coming out of a negative space and a negative mindset, you can definitely try and find ways to um, focus more on the positive and focus more on not having a negative mindset or mental filter as a whole. 
So I really want to say you have to really get down to why you're only thinking negatively. I know for me, it was a lot of sort of guilt that I felt. Um, I felt like if I did start thinking positively, that I would excuse myself for all the negative behavior that I had, which a lot of the times it's not that I had a negative behavior. It's just that I didn't have a low or I didn't have a high self-esteem. So basically, get down to why you're thinking that negatively. Are you struggling with something? Don't hold it in. If you are, please go talk to someone, whether that be friends, family, or somebody that you don't know, like a therapist or a crisis line. Because if you are struggling with something, it is very easy to just ignore the positive and think mainly on why things aren't working out, thinking of the negative aspects of life. And again, are you just doing it to make yourself feel bad? I know that that also sounds like a sort of a tacky statement, but it is definitely not. Again, I was somebody who struggled with a mental filter. I sometimes still do just to make myself feel bad because I felt like I should be guilty for all my negative traits. Um, mainly the negative traits that I sort of amplified to an extent. I mainly struggle with feeling like a burden to people sometimes. I mean, it has go gotten better over the years as I have worked on not having a mental filter, but feeling like a burden is one of my biggest struggles. So a lot of the time I will take moments from my life just to give evidence to myself that I am a burden. Basically saying that, oh, since I didn't complete that promise that I made like three years ago, then I'm a burden to others, or they got it mad at me, I'm a burden to others, etc, etc, etc. So if you're constantly picking and choosing what moments of your life that prove that you're a bad person or have you have bad traits, then again, it can lead to a mental filter that we should definitely try to work on. Work on seeing yourself more in a positive light, work on self-image, and of course, that's easier said than done, but it's important to do things like that just to realize that you're not a completely bad person. Nobody is a completely bad person, in my opinion. I don't think anybody is like 100% evil. But yeah, just really get down to the core of why you're only thinking negatively and try to go from there. Um, you can recognize the negative events that happen in your life um, because of course everybody goes through sort of negative events that make you feel like crap. So it's important to acknowledge those events instead of repressing your emotions and not really coping with the situation as a whole. So it's important to recognize the negatives, but you can as well recuperate from the negative. You can try to cope with what you are going through instead of, again, suppressing all the negative thoughts and actions or events that are going on. And then you can try and move on. I think a lot of the time for me, I have trouble with moving on and I latch on to all of the negative events that have happened to my life instead of processing it and working through it and learning to move on from it ruminating is not good it can make you feel again like crap it's not healthy to ruminate on negative events because it can 
only make you feel worse rather than it can make you feel better. So please learn how to cope with the situation and then learn how to move on because that will benefit you greatly in the process that we call life. And of course, you have to figure out what really helps you cope with certain situations. It is different from everyone. I know that we have preached this message in the past, but I will continue to preach this because everyone's coping mechanisms are different. And you can even research online, what are people's coping mechanisms? How do I find my own? I know that for me, playing the ukulele is very, very, very relaxing, unless I'm getting frustrated, because I know that sometimes if I don't get a song right, I'm like, oh my God, why could I not do this? But (laughs) I do wanna say that overall, it is very helpful to me. Of course, playing instruments isn't for everybody. I'm sure you can meet somebody on the street and you'll ask them, hey, do you play instrument? They'll most likely say no. So (laughs) just finding ways to cope and then, as well finding ways to work through your situation and it's different with every situation of course and the obvious solution to this would be to say recognize the positive but let's just break that down a bit how do we recognize the positive instead of the negative well not instead of the negative because it's also equally important to focus on Um, the negative just as it is important to focus on the positive so how do you recognize the positive in such a hard time you can do little things throughout the day just to see how you are feeling how are you doing you can even do the rose thorn bud that we did earlier Um, try to actively find positive moments that have happened in your life and that could be like Hmm, I didn't get out of bed today and I felt really, really good just taking a moment to relax. Even though just doing nothing all day can be stigmatized, like especially when people are like, yeah, just do stuff and be motivated to improve yourself and constantly be on that grind, be on that hustle. No, if if you think relaxing in your bed all day is a positive thing, then let it be positive. Just relaxing and taking a break can be self-care. Um... You can ask yourself at the end of the day what positives did happen rather than throughout the day. It doesn't even matter. Just, again, actively recognizing the positives can be a great thing. And if there are no positives, because I know that if I had a really crappy day where everything just back to back to back to back went wrong, it can be really hard to focus on the positive. So at that point in time, you should definitely try to create moments of positivity. Like I said, you can go in your bed and relax all day. Or you can try to take a moment to play games on your phone or something. You can play video games, find something that makes you happy and create those positives if you are struggling to have a hard time. What? That made no sense. If you are struggling and having a hard time, I meant to say. Um, And sometimes I know that when you are in a bad situation it might not feel like you want to even think positively because it's just too much work and at that point in time you don't have to blame yourself for not thinking positively sometimes you just have to feel what you feel and keep on going and keep on pushing because I don't know, being positive can be just exhausting at times, so just let yourself feel it and don't feel guilty about feeling negatively. But you also have to allow yourself to breathe and just give yourself a break because 
just like how it may be feel, feeling exhausting while thinking of the positives while in a negative time. It can be very draining and exhausting to think of the negatives constantly. So please just allow yourself to breathe. It can be so exhausting seeing the world through like this colored lens that, well, I guess it wouldn't be colored. It'd be like black and white lenses, but just allow yourself to breathe. That's all. Give yourself a break. Don't put yourself down. Just chill out, man. Just give yourself a break. Just breathe. Be like, whoo, do that. <laughs> do a meditation or something if you are into meditating. We will move on to the next topic. And that topic would be false permanence. So I know that me just saying the words false permanence might not mean anything to you. So let me just describe a little bit about this mindset or this negative mindset. The definition would be, it's when you think that a negative situation or feeling is going to last forever without the possibility of improvement. Sometimes it happens when we don't want to forgive ourselves for our past mistakes, which I did talk a bit about uh, earlier, about not forgiving yourself for past mistakes when you're thinking constantly of negative situations and picking out those sort of situations that can prove that you're a bad person even though you're really not. Some examples of thoughts of false permanence would be, I'll never live this down, keyword never, my relationship won't ever get better, won't ever, keyword, is this what the rest of my life is going to be like? Whew. And when I tell you that sentence is heavy, is this what the rest of my life is gonna be like? That is heavy. <laughs> because I've asked myself that so many times when I've gone through these negative emotions and experience and events, it feels like oftentimes that it won't ever get better. I've been living with depression and anxiety since I was about 12 years old. So it can at times feel like, and I'm 17 by the way, but <laughs> it can at times feel like that it'll never get better because you've been going through it for such a long time. And that is not the case. So this mindset is very harmful because it can lead you to feel very trapped or ostracized or hopeless and have a lot of despair. It can also make you feel like everything is worthless and that everything lacks meaning, which if you did listen to the trigger warning earlier, this can lead to a lot of suicidal thoughts. So I have personal experience with suicidal thoughts and they're not okay, they're not fun, it's not enjoyable to be stuck in this sort of ball of negativity and hopelessness and despair and having everything feel like nothing is going to get better or that everything is worthless that everything doesn't matter because we're all gonna die in the end which is something that i have said in the past but just because we're all gonna die in the end doesn't mean we can't enjoy the time while we're here a lot of times we think when we're suicidal we think that the only way out is of course suicide and that the only way we can really work through our problems or our consistent problems within our life is to die and that's such a terrible traumatic feeling because dying is permanent and you can't ever come back to life you can't see your family anymore you can't do the normal things 
you would do on a typical basis because you're dead. I guess when you're thinking about suicide and thinking about um, dying, it doesn't really reflect back to you how permanent her, how permanent it really is. Moral of the story is it's important to realize how permanent it is and it's also important to think about the fact that we don't really necessarily I will at least for me I'm going to speak for myself that I didn't necessarily want to die or permanently leave my family and friends or people I've met or just be done with everything that I've had in my life because there is a future ahead of me but I really just wanted to stop feeling so negative, stop my problems from occurring, stop feeling so depressed for such a long time or so anxious for such a long time. And it's important to just look forward and think about the things that you are excited about in our future, um, well, in your future, and think about the potential you have as a person and the amount of things that you can accomplish in this world that doesn't even have to be like on a bigger scale but a smaller scale um or medium scale whatever you want you can do so much for your future and you're never permanently going to be in the same situation life is a journey life is a roller coaster you're always changing you're always growing everything around you is always changing and growing you're never going to be in the same spot that you were a year ago or a day ago even you're never going to be in that same spot again so thinking about suicide and, and that your life is always just going to be filled with despair and agony and misery it's not true you will be able to get out of the situation you're currently in just like you have got out of the situations you were in in the past i know that especially as teenagers we think that since our majority of our life has been in our parents house we don't think outside of that and we don't think of how we will live with ourselves on our own or maybe even scared of living by yourself on your own because of the sort of thoughts that you might be having. But that being said, there is a life outside of your own home or current home, I should say. There is life outside of the current situations that you are going through. So it's important to keep on going even though it feels like it's too much for you and it's too much to deal with it's important to keep on going and know that the future holds so much potential you hold so much potential for your future for the potential family or potential friends that you might build in a lifetime i i went a lot off script there <laughs> but well not script i have little bullet points of what i want to cover but i went on a tangent um some other solutions that might help with false permanence is noticing and identifying negative language and reframing it to have a growth mindset and just to break that down a little bit by noticing the negative language like i said while i was giving examples of the thoughts you might be having notice when you are using the word never notice when you are using the word won't ever just basically notice when you're using negatives will not should not cannot notice when you're using those sort of um negative connotations and reframe it actively say that 
okay, I know that I just said things will never get better, but that's not true. I should stop using the word never because I know that in my future, um, things will change. And I know that even though it sucks right now and I feel like absolute crap, that it will get better. And just basically thinking more on a, um, thinking more about how you will grow and how your situation will grow into something different, having a growth mindset. And this can be applied to many, many other areas of your life. Like, for example, math is my worst subject. I hate math with every fiber of my being. People who are good at math, you are blessed. If you are religious, you are blessed. If you are not, then you are just but you've been given this talent um, that is just absolutely amazing because I can never be good at math. But um, even then, I acknowledge that I might struggle in math and say that even though I'm struggling right now, I will be able to comprehend the subject if I keep on going and I keep on trying hard. So this can be applied to so many different parts of your life and I think that especially as a student it's very important because when you see a bad grade you might feel awful but instead of saying or putting yourself down it's better to say okay I know that I got this bad grade but we can still get through this I can still relearn the subject and even relearn uh, retake the test so I can do better I will get this down and another thing that we can try to do to solve false permanence is recognizing that you have conquered challenges in the past and you can do it again. Like, you got this, cuz. <laughs> you got this 100%. <laughs> um, I think that oftentimes we may minimize the sort of things that we have done to um, sort of grow and the things that we have done to conquer challenges in the past. Um, but it's, it's important to recognize that you have come far as a person, as a human being, and you have worked on yourself throughout the years. You have solved problems. You have done so much to better your life and better yourself that you should be proud of yourself, man. You should recognize that, okay, I am not the person I am yesterday. I'm a new per. well, I wouldn't say new person, but I have grown and I have conquered challenges in the past where I felt like things would never get better. But here I am today, still being a boss <laughs> and still succeeding. And again, please just allow yourself to feel and then get down to the core of the problem because I think a lot of the times when we are struggling with something, it might be good to just ignore all of your problems and just keep on going. But that can lead to a lot more damage than you think. Just ignoring everything and keeping on going is very harmful for your mindset. You're never really dealing with your trauma. Instead, you're just setting it aside for another day where you can just completely break down thinking about all the things that you've suppressed in the past. So please just allow yourself to feel. Don't feel guilty for feeling. Don't feel negatively towards yourself because you're feeling a negative emotion such as anger, sadness, jealousy, etc. You shouldn't guilt yourself for feeling negatively because it's completely valid in a human experience. So once you are allowing yourself to feel 
and cope with the situation, then it's good to get down to the core of the problem. And of course, I do want to say negative thought processes and mindsets are absolutely normal again. I think I did mention this earlier, but they're absolutely normal. Everyone deals with them at some point in time in their life. So, so rather than saying I should stop thinking so negatively, just embrace it and then recuperate and move on, which I have discussed in the earlier parts of this podcast episode. But it's important to recognize your feelings and just vibing and the negativity sometimes. But um learning to move on as well is just as important and this leads us to our next topic of toxic positivity that is something that can occur when you are basically dismissing all of your negative mindsets again just to put this into a perspective here's the definition toxic positivity is an obsession with positive thinking. It is the belief that people should put a positive spin on all experiences even though those that are even those that are profoundly tragic. Excuse me. Yes, I am reading a screen. I did not memorize the definitions. So, <laughs> but um just basically glorizing positive thinking as a whole and while also putting down negative thinking. Some examples of speech for toxic positivity would be, don't think about that, stay positive, it could be worse, don't worry, be happy, you know, the iconic song, which I still stand, even though it does have some messages of toxic positivity in there, I still stand that song, it's on my playlist, but another last um, example would be, if I can do it, so can you, which, can I just explain, or just emphasize that, I hate that. If I can do it, so can you. No! (laughs) No! Everyone has different capacities to feel, do, um, think, etc. Everybody has different capabilities. And just because you're a person who has gone through like a million different traumas and you have gone over the traumas, it doesn't mean another person will have the same capacity to do so. And just because you did it in like a week doesn't mean somebody else can do it in a week. Just because you finished that paper in an hour doesn't mean somebody else can finish the paper in an hour, etc. So don't say, if I can do it, so can you. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> it can make somebody feel guilty for not being able to do something or having a hard time doing something as well. So toxic positivity, as well as a lot of the other mindsets that I've mentioned in this episode, has been something that I dealt with in the past and can I tell you when I searched up the um definition for toxic positivity it was like oh my god I cannot believe there's a definition for this and I did not need I didn't know this was like a thing that everyone goes through so I thought this was just me feeling like guilty or negative etc I did not know this death there was a definition that existed for this phenomenon so finding out toxic positivity as a term is a thing it was just like mind-blowing so (laughs) it, it opened my eyes to a lot of the mannerisms that I had in the past just to get a more in detail with that um with my experience with toxic positivity I used to get so upset when I couldn't feel happy 
like I felt guilty for not feeling happy, which I mentioned a little bit in this episode about feeling guilty for having negative emotions. You should never feel guilty for being sad or anxious or having other negative negative emotions. You just shouldn't. It's just, it's, it's natural. You're human, bro. But um um I sort of had this mindset that I can do better with myself and that is such a good mindset to have. A growth mindset is such an important thing to have. But at the same time, while I was on this journey to do better, I also felt bad all the time when I was not happy. It's like I was doing all these coping mechanisms and I was doing the positive affirmations. I was trying everything to make myself feel better, which is absolutely amazing i'm very proud of myself for doing that in the past but at the same time i was i would always feel guilty when i wasn't feeling positive after doing all of these sort of coping mechanisms etc and like i mentioned before it can be very exhausting to think positively when you're feeling upset especially after going through something so big and traumatic and negative that you shouldn't expect yourself to automatically come out of it like whoop i'm okay i can definitely do this i'm great i am thriving even though i went through that pot um, negative event i'm absolutely thriving no you shouldn't expect yourself to just automatically feel happy after dealing with your emotions for a certain amount of time you should allow yourself to feel those negative feelings without feeling guilty about feeling negative um but yeah that's sort of my experience <laughs> uh the reason why toxic positivity is so harmful is because it can cause you to block out your negative emotions or even stigmatize them which of course as this mental health podcast is trying to prevent we should not stigmatize me- your mental health um we should not stigmatize negative emotions um I mentioned a little bit earlier, like you should not suppress your emotions because it can cause you to explode at a later date. I know that a lot of times when I keep stuff in, it'll often comes out as a burst of anger or a burst of sadness or just this burst of negative emotions out of nowhere. And well, I wouldn't say out of nowhere. It's because of these sort of negative emotions that I buried, sort of the suppression of these emotions like coming out in a sort of explosive way. So blocking out and stigmatizing your negative emotions will never lead to anything good, especially when it affects your family around you. Because I know that when I bury a lot of my emotions, it can come out as anger, as I mentioned, which can also affect my family or friend dynamic. Um, And that's not good. Of course, we should prioritize you but at the same time, it can have negative effects for the people around you as well. That's that's extra not good. And it can cause a lot of communication issues. And it can destroy any sort of um, communication that you've built with somebody else. It can destroy your personal and um, external relationships. I don't know why I said... <laughs> I don't know why I said external, like, relationships isn't an external thing. But, yeah, <laughs> it can cause you to have a lot of communication issues. It can cause you to have low self-esteem, which, when you think of positivity, 
positivity isn't supposed to cause you low self-esteem. That's actually the opposite. That's when it becomes toxic. You can feel like you're failing when you have um, negative thoughts or when you're unable to feel positive. And that's, again, that guilty feeling that you may feel for feeling negative. Please just take a drink or a drink of water because I'm a minor. (laughs) Take a drink of water every time I have said the word feeling in this episode. (laughs) But yeah, it can lead you to a lot of low self-esteem, which positivity should never lead to. If positivity is causing you low self-esteem, you might want to rethink how you've been thinking and interacting with certain thoughts, actions, or events, etc. And toxic positivity can cause you to fail a lot as a person, or it can cause you to fail to grow as a person, I should say. And you're not really living your life to the fullest. Because when you're blocking out these negative emotions, instead of sort of accepting them and embracing them for what they are, you're not growing at all instead you're just saying yeah i will be happy all the time and that's great and you're not building a good coping mechanism system for yourself you're not building um a lot of dbt dbt skills which if you don't know about dbt skills you should definitely research a lot about that um there's not enough time to go over that because that's a whole section of mental health (laughs) maybe i will talk about dbt skills with insta in the future who knows i think i did not mention this earlier but another thing or another statement that um encourages toxic positivity is live every day like it's your last like that's seen as a positive sort of statement but there is a lot of toxic positivity that you can uncover within that single statement like first of all it's causing a lot of fear and paranoia because why would you continue to live your days as if you're gonna die the next day it can cause you to say that if you're encountering a boring day or a lazy day that you're not living your life to the fullest and if you're not creating this big invention or thinking about these big ideas that can improve your life then you're not living at all which is completely false do not first of all do not live in paranoia of dying because of course that's a natural human thing but again don't think that just because you had a day full of nothing that you're not living your life to the fullest or Um, If you're not having fun, if you're not happy, that you're not living your life to the fullest. Because it's just a normal human thing. So, I do want to say this. That was very prevalent in the pandemic. A lot of people were just like, oh yeah, get a new skill. Create a business. Start your hustle. We have so much time inside that you might as well be spending it productively. Like, no. A pandemic affected everybody negatively it does not matter who you are or how tolerant you are to certain negative emotions we were not built to stay inside and do not say oh just fill your time being productive because that's that's not okay it's you shouldn't fill all of that sort of free time ish that you had during the pandemic with these productive life-changing notions that you want to create 
Um, Because that's, again, just enforcing toxic positivity. Because what about all the people who just laid on their bed on their phone all day? And you're just going to criticize them for just vibing? I'm not going to say that I was that person. I was. I'm... (laughs) I was definitely that person who just spent all the days just laying down on their phone in the pandemic. But at the same time, you shouldn't criticize how people spend their time. But that long rant aside, we can think about some solutions to combat toxic positivity because it's important to think of solutions. So again, I've mentioned this a lot. Recognize that feeling negative is natural and valid. You should not shame yourself or anybody else for feeling negative emotions we are human we have to go through these negative experiences because that's just how life is and we have to also learn to combat these negative experiences which can be very hard at times every day does not have to be a good day it doesn't have to be a productive day it doesn't have to be a bad day even but every day doesn't have to be filled with this amazing positive feeling this amazing positive nature and just like positive vibes only i hate that i hate that as well but um it's okay to just feel down sometimes it's okay to just feel like you don't want to do nothing sometimes please learn to identify and name negative emotions while you're doing that um rather than avoiding negative emotions if you Take time to identify how am I feeling, how is this situation affecting me, and just breaking the problem down logically after feeling negatively, of course. Allow yourself to feel, but then identify what you're feeling, identify how a situation is affecting you because you're actively learning to put names to your emotions, which can cause you to be, first of all, very self-aware. can cause you to build a lot of emotional intelligence and it can also cause you to feel less toxic positivity because instead of putting down your emotions you're actively taking the time to work through your emotions and name them as you go toxic positivity can very much be affected by the people around you um i know that a lot of people have that sort of mindset that Um, well a toxic positive mindset and they will give you that advice and say don't worry just be happy don't worry just get over it it could be worse saying all these things to you and that can cloud your judgment a lot so it's important to seek help from somebody who isn't judgmental and somebody who has a sort of open mind to managing negative emotions and doesn't stigmatize health as a whole and of course That can be from somebody from your family, your friends, a therapist, or a crisis line. Just anybody who doesn't have that sort of toxic positivity mindset that may cloud your judgment and cloud the way you think about mental health as a whole. If it's a very important person in your life that um, also has a toxic positivity mindset, learn to dismiss their statements, I guess, and try to continually embrace and work through your negative emotions and as well as the people around you um please avoid unrealistic mental health social media pages because boy are there a lot of them (laughs) i can definitely say that i've seen so many mental health pages that are just 
not realistic at all. It's mainly like those inspirational or motivational quote videos um, or posts, I should say, that are just like, yeah, don't worry, be you. Mental health is about self-care, which is just like drawing a bath and having like this aesthetic feeling. No, no, that's not realistic at all. <laughs> um, there's just a lot of pages that mainly exist to gain likes or comments or shares instead of actually providing realistic mental health information, which Forever Blooming is trying to proactively avoid um, doing and providing a realistic sort of resource. That being said, there are just a lot of those mental health pages and it's important to avoid them because even seeing those sort of um, posts, I was gonna say propaganda, but uh, maybe not. <laughs> but even seeing those type of posts can cause a sort of toxic positive mindset. So avoid them like the plague. <laughs> And with that being said, I think I'm going to close out this episode. This has been a nice talk. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, I think, yeah, I had a lot of uh, sort of points that I really wanted to make, which I hope you guys found helpful. And if you didn't find it helpful, maybe somebody else would. So maybe share this episode. No, <laughs> a few closing remarks. Um, we do have a website, and that is bloompod.wixsite.com slash podcast. If you want to check us out, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Forever Bloom Pod, or on TikTok at Forever Blooming Podcast. And the research and transcript for this episode is on our Forever Blooming website in our extra section. Our podcast guest form is in our episode section if you want to be on Forever Blooming. And there's also a second option where you don't have to be a guest if that's a little bit too intimidating. This is new, by the way. Um, we do have our audience spotlight form where you can ask for advice to be featured on one of our episodes. So you don't have to deal with actually coming and talk to us if you want to. You can just type a question be like, hey, why is my life not working out right now? I need advice right now. I think that's a really neat option. So if you want to do that, you can. It's in our episode section. Um, let, uh, we do have a email that I did mention in this, ep uh, in the beginning of this episode, I believe, but if I did not, it is management at foreverbloompod.org. Let us know your thoughts, questions, and how we can improve the podcast, because I would love to hear from you guys, and be sure to check out our link tree in the description where you can find all of our links that is very easily accessible. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and share with your friends if you enjoyed this episode. And have a great day, afternoon, or night, whenever you're listening to this. Thanks for tuning in.